0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Thursday, May 18th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In Northwest Ohio, a 17-year-old girl has been charged with murder in the case of 53-year-old Nicole Jones in Sylvania Township. ONN's Jeff Smith in Toledo reports. The development came after a nationwide manhunt for her son, Jonathan Jones. Authorities in Wood County were looking for him on charges of pandering obscene material and child endangerment. And U.S. Marshals believed he was with a 17-year-old girl. Marshals found Jonathan in Mexico and found the teen. That teen is now charged with killing Nicole Jones. Jonathan has not been charged in his mother's death. We are told additional charges are expected to be filed in this case as police continue to investigate. I'm Jeff Smith. In Northeast Ohio, a civil lawsuit filed by a group of former students accuses a former teacher and school board member of sexual misconduct. Six former Ashtabula High School students are accusing Christine Seifert of grooming and engaging in sexually inappropriate behavior with them decades ago. This was brought to light in an anonymous letter to the school board in November of 2021. Attorney Eric Long represents one of the plaintiffs. We'd like to think that these people are in a position to help our students, help our children. Ultimately, it falls on the board. It falls on the district as a whole uh, to protect our children. And certainly that didn't happen here. A spokesperson for the district said it will cooperate fully with the legal process as the lawsuit moves forward and said the district investigated the claims when they came to light back in 2021, but prosecutors declined to file charges because so much time had passed. Officials are reporting a firearm went off accidentally at the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium last month. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has more. The incident happened on April 19th while the park was closed. Kevin Landers confirming with a spokesperson of the zoo security that a ranger was handling a firearm when it accidentally fired. That bullet went through an office door exiting through the security trailer wall and struck a tree. This happened around 945 at night. No one was injured. That ranger was suspended three days without pay but is still employed. Because of this incident, new policies are being reviewed. It will require at least two trained members to verify by unloaded weapons, and it must be a member of their management team. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Court documents show several charges were dropped against a Columbus police officer accused of drag racing and operating a vehicle under the influence earlier this year. Here's ONN's Angela Ann. Officer Trier-Neiper pleaded guilty to speeding, and this is out of an incident back in March when she and a friend were pulled over The Highway Patrol records show she was driving 100 miles per hour in a 65-mile-per-hour zone. The charges of OVI and drag racing were both dropped, and the officer was fined $150. I'm Angela Ann. Cuyahoga County Prosecutor Michael O'Malley announced yesterday 11 people have been indicted after allegedly stealing cars from dealerships across Northeast Ohio. ONN's Clay Gordon has the story. All 11 of the suspects who consistently targeted high-end auto dealerships are between the ages of 18 and 22 years old and are from the Cleveland area. Currently, nine of the individuals are in custody and law enforcement is working to arrest the other two. There were a total of 32 incidents of theft that took place over a five-month period. 86 vehicles were stolen with an estimated value of $5.1 million. I'm Clay Gordon, ONN News. The Ohio Department of Agriculture says plant tissue sampling on crops in East Palestine has wrapped up. ONN's Stephanie Haney in Cleveland has more. The report shows plant materials collected from the area are not contaminated with toxic substances from the February 3rd train derailment. More than 17 million gallons of liquid wastewater and nearly 42,000 tons of waste soil have been hauled from the crash site. And in related news, state officials have partnered with the Center of Science and Industry to host a community event promoting STEM learning and to distribute 250 free Chromebooks to East Palestine city schools. I'm Stephanie Haney. Mayors of several central Ohio cities met yesterday to go over ways they're preparing for the Intel complex that's now being built in Licking County. The primary concerns, they say, are housing, transportation, and schools. Here's New Albany Mayor Sloan Spaulding. We pay for almost 100% of our school district, not only the construction, but the operation. And so every time that we start a housing start, we need to carefully consider how it impacts our school district. Intel broke ground on the project back in September. The first plant is set to be finished by 2025. Marysville local schools are putting another levy up for a vote in November. The board says they're revising the recent levy voters struck down earlier this month it would have cost taxpayers $295 for every $100,000 of their property value. Marysville School Board President Sue Devine says the funding is necessary because of the district's growth. We've seen about 100 new students each year over the past couple of years. And if you've been to Marysville, you'd see we've added lots of apartments, lots of housing developments, so we anticipate that growth is going to continue. The board plans to work with voters on changing details that caused them to vote no. A new partnership is outfitting every Ohio turnpike, service plaza, maintenance building, toll plaza, and maintenance vehicle with medication to help save lives. The Turnpike, along with Recovery Ohio and Project Dawn, are making naloxone available to motorists on the roadway. Naloxone, also known as Narcan, can reverse an overdose caused by opioids by restoring consciousness and breathing. Last year in Ohio, unintentional drug overdoses resulted in nearly four times as many deaths as motor vehicle crashes. And Verizon is improving the 5G experience for customers in multiple rural Ohio communities. ONN's Tim Miller in Toledo reports. The cellular company says it's improving their 5G ultra-wideband across Ohio. Verizon customers will now be able to do things that uh, might have only been doable while connected to the home Internet. The Additional bandwidth plans will be available by the end of the year. I'm Tim Miller. Verizon customers in Sylvania, Swanton, Lima, Ada, Mount Vernon, Zanesville, and Cambridge will now have access to the higher bandwidth speeds. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.